This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to episode number 321. That's 321 Contact. What did you watch this week? My name is Mike. My name is John. Nice reference that most people aren't going to get. Yeah, and I haven't even like thought about that long term. I literally just thought of it like, oh, shit. I saw a video the other day at TikTok where a guy was talking to his Gen Z daughter. And he was like, he was like you're in a chat room. It's Friday night. Somebody says ASL. What does it mean? She's like, sex location. She's like, what? And he's like, they say ASL. She's like, why would they need sign language in a chat, in a chat room? Why, why, why do you care about (laughs) sign language? And he's like, no, ASL. She's like, yeah, American sign language. What is wrong with you? You're weird. Little of me died. (sighs) It's age, sex, location, sir. Yep. It sure is. So. We uh, we were off last week. Yes, I had to work Monday and Tuesday night, and it didn't make sense to record on Wednesday. Yeah. So, so we just took we a week off. Bumped it out a week, and now here we are with two weeks worth of stuff to talk about. Yes. Yes, indeed. How do you feel so, about that? I feel good about that. I mean, I watched some good stuff, and... Some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, don't I, feel, I feel like it. I feel like I started something this week and I don't know I don't remember what it was. I didn't write it down, so kind of bummed about that. But maybe you'll go, oh, I watched this, and I'll go, oh yeah, that's right. Um, but I did watch quite a few movies. Oh, okay. I watched two. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I watched. Uh, Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies. Jesus. I mean, I've watched more in a week before, so I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually not your best, but, you know, it's still good. Yeah, I think so. I think so. We watched some shows. uh, We had a a show come back. We finished up a show. Yeah. We watched some more shows. get ready for a new show. Yeah, I don't think I watched a lot of shows, really. Uh, I watched a couple more episodes of that How to Build a Sex Room. Oh, how was that? It's still a very enjoyable show. Um, Had a favorite couple so far, which was the gay men. They were awesome. They they really vibed well. um, Really enjoyed their aesthetic, and they just they were genuinely in love with each other. It was it was nice. conversely there was this other couple that we just got done watching them and they suck like they literally told her we need you to build us a sex room to save our marriage 
And the dude was just like all about himself. He had no interest in pleasing her. She's like, I've never had an orgasm. And you know, they've got three kids together and, uh, he, there's piles of clothes everywhere. And the woman asked him, she's like, why, why are there clothes everywhere? Who's supposed to do clothes? And the wife's like, well, my husband is. So they asked the husband and he's like, oh, it's just too much. Like I just, uh, I get overwhelmed. So I just buy new stuff instead of, you know, cleaning it. Cause it's just too much work to clean the laundry and fold it and put it away. So I just buy new stuff. No wonder his wife's working four jobs. So yeah, they suck. Yeah, and I'd now we've. So. Now we've been introduced to a uh, polyamorous family, seven people, two girls, five guys. And uh, that's interesting. They want one sex room that all seven of them can kind of get together in. It's not going to work. That's just my opinion, but it's never going to work. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Uh, On the upside, though, we did watch five great episodes of Doctor Who. Ooh. So when when last we talked, we had just done um, a good man goes to war. We discovered who River Song really is, and yep. uh, so we followed that up with Let's Kill Hitler. Mm-hmm. Great episode. Uh, the girl who waited, which still fucking super Ooh. tragic. Yeah, Holy it is. Yeah, the the like five minutes at the end there of her pounding on the door of the TARDIS and Rory wanting to open it. Oh. <gasps> Jesus. Um, the God Complex, which I've always thought was meh. That was the hotel one with the big Minotaur thing. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was still not bad, actually. You know, this this viewing, I think this was my third or fourth viewing. It actually grew on me. It was better. Uh, closing time with Craig and Alfie and the Cybermen underneath the department store. Mm-hmm. Great one. And then oh, finally... Finally, the wedding of River Song, where everything came full circle. Um, we're kind of delaying because the next one is the Christmas special with the um, the planet with the acid rain and the mother looking for the kids. It, it was always the weakest one to me. I'm just like not looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't say I blame you on that one. I, I, I lean to agree with you. But then we jump into, you know the third season of Matt Smith. So, you know, everything that's going to come from that. Yep. The angels take Manhattan and (sighs) dinosaurs on a spaceship. Love it. There's some good stuff. And then there's There's also the super weak episode that I don't like. And I understand it's one of the specials near the end where he like lives on the planet for a million years. Oh, oh, oh yeah. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that. What was it? The power of three? The one with the oh, boxes? Yeah, that too. Oh my god. Ugh. I'm not going to um, say Matt Smith was a bad doctor because he wasn't a bad doctor. But oh, man. he's had some amazing speeches. He's done some great stuff. But but the, just the way they collectively put together um, David Tennant's series with like mm. K-9 and Jack Harkness just all the, all the side Jordan characters Smith. involved. Yeah, exactly. All the side characters involved mm-hmm. and everything else and the way they told all these elaborate stories and then they finished up everybody by the end of it. Yeah. Like they legit finished up everybody. It was just yeah. like, holy shit, how did they do that so well? And you didn't get it again. 
You didn't get no. it with Smith. You didn't get it with Capaldi. We're not going to get it with uh, Whitaker. I know we got, well, we got Captain Jack. Yeah, but I mean, like, we don't get a, a big send-off. Oh, we don't yes, get, like, a no. collective. No, they haven't done this type of thing. Well, they, but somehow David's tenants, David Tennant's world was larger and, and bigger than anyone else's. Yeah. Russell T. Davies. That's why I'm so excited for him to come back. Yeah, true. True. Very, very true, sir. Very, very true. Yep. So um, we're going to push through it, but we've had so much other good stuff to watch. So, Well, Kate started watching Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta. Oh, yeah? So, like, I would sit in the room. They're only 21 minutes long, so they go by like that. But I'd sit in the room and kind of just absorb some of what I was seeing. Yep. And, um, you know, I'm just going to sum it up by saying it's the bride's fucking choice. Everyone else, shut up, unless you really <laughs> think she looks hideous. But when she comes out so excited and happy and she has tears in her eyes because she loves this dress so much, don't be an asshole. Yeah, Makes that's sense. All. That's all. Or like the... <laughs> Dad, I don't like lace. You're not fucking wearing it, so who cares? <laughs> well, I'm yeah. paying for it, so I ain't yeah. paying for something I don't like. Oh, fuck you. You're an asshole. <sighs> but anyhow, you you watching American Horror Stories at all? We had episodes oh, yeah. four and five. Okay. So yeah. episode four, the uh, milkmaids one in 18th century England with the smallpox and the terrible, just fucking terrible. Uh huh. I, I wanted to like it because I wanted to like, like at its core, the idea was good, yes. but it was, it was done so poorly. So yes. shittle. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It uh, was bloody Mary. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, no, I was just going to reiterate that it was just, it was a great idea that was executed yeah. fucking poorly. Yeah. Go on. I agree. Uh, Bloody Mary. Um, I thought this was better. It's a spin on the Bloody Mary legend in the tale of Bloody Mary, you know? Um, mm. so I kind of liked how they, you know, gave a new spin on it. It's not something that you really, no one else really changges. I know like, uh, of like they had the movie urban legend in 98 and then the sequel in 2000 or something like that. And then like 2012 or whatever it was many years later, they did like, Urban Legend, Bloody Mary. So, like, they did kind of a version of it, and I haven't seen it long enough to remember what it was because it was terrible. Uh, but I, I didn't think this was that bad. I was not a fan. It wasn't terrible, but I just yeah. I found myself like, oh god, we've hit that rut. You know, we had. We had Drive, then we have Milkmaids, then we have Bloody Mary, and it just feels like we're hitting a real downhill slope again. Yeah, no, no doubt. We've only got three episodes left this season, so we'll see what happens. I think, I don't like, so far we haven't had any, like last season, episodes one and two were kind of a two-parter, The Rubber Mm -hmm. Woman, which I enjoyed. Yes. Yeah. And Yeah, and then they did. Which then came around later. Yeah, and then episode seven was kind of a callback. Like, it was a new story, but they brought back kind of those characters as well. And, um, you know, like, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. And that season as a whole was decent. This season so far, we've had a couple of good episodes. Um, I did like Dollhouse. I thought that was interesting. Um, I liked the doorbell one. I thought that was fun. Yeah, yeah. 
both of those were great. You know, and then I actually thought Drive was excellent. Like I, I thought that could have been a feature length movie episode, movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm. I was immediately put off because it was Bella Thorne, but yes, the episode itself well, was good. You're I understand correct. that. I do understand that. But yeah, no, the, the story, the the twist of the person in the back seat. I mean, the so far yeah. it just it seems like this season's theme is urban legends. Mm-hmm. But like the twist of the the person being in the back seat and how they went with that, I I thought it was really clever. And again, I thought you take this storyline, this concept, you improve the script a little bit. But you could have made this a feature length film with that awesome twist in it, and it would have it would have yes. worked. Yep. Yep. Uh, I can't remember. Forgive me. Did we already talk about the final two episodes of Westworld? I, I thought we did. No, we did not. Because the okay. last one right. just aired this past week. So we've got. Oh, we've that's got right. Those to talk that's about. right. All right. Because so now Westworld. Sunday nights at nine o'clock is House of Dragons, which I have yes. not watched. I have not watched either. Kate and I both want to watch it, but it's it's something we can't watch in front of Wesley Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, um, man, I just, this was eight, uh, eight episodes and it was really rough as a whole, in my opinion. It really got convoluted. Yeah. It got annoying. Yeah. They, they did too many twists too many like you know oh oh but it was really this all yeah. along and yeah you know this person's dead but they're not really dead and um, this one's a host and yeah i i feel like this is one of those shows that the more seasons they have the more they should really just end it yeah well charlotte you know dolores whatever who's had this plan for 23 years and then suddenly it's just like oh Okay, yeah, you're right. I'll just forego what I've worked on for 23 years and just go with logic. Yeah. Which, even though they're machines, is not believable. No. No, it is not. No, because these are machines that show emotion for the most part. Um, and so this is what I don't get. This is what I don't get. Dolores, like this whole universe now is what they're calling in the sublime. And and Dolores is back to being Dolores in her own body. Um, so she's in the sublime and she wants to give humans a chance to survive by playing another game. And. But because. <sighs> playing another game in the sublime and she recreates, you know, the original Westworld park. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're going to do a role playing game. Like not a role playing game. We're going to do a, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, uh, this is not going to be real life. Like there's no humans. Like everybody is, is not even like a robot. They're digital. Yep. Right. Because isn't the Sublime completely digital? Like their yes. their consciousness is uploaded into it. Yes. So nobody has any physical form. There's no ro- robots to be rebuilt. There's no man. There's no machine. We're literally going to be watching actors and actresses play out in an AI like 
game world. Like if we were watching, um, what's the Ryan Reynolds flick that just came out that was awesome? Free Guy. Free Guy. Basically Free Guy, but no humans are controlling anybody. Right. Everyone is being controlled by what? A video game? Is there parameters set on characters? Like this just seems really just nonsense. This seems like fucking nonsense. <laughs> so that's a good word. Uh, again, they they tried too damn hard. They tried too damn hard to recreate what they had the first season to make more mystery, more intrigue, and they failed in my opinion, like some people still really like it good for them, but you know, you've got William running around and saying that he's going to play a new game and we're going to start this new game. And they're like, yeah, but you're a host. And he's like, yeah, but you know, the original William died. And so I'm, I'm William now. Cause I kind of was there when he died. So he transferred to me. That's not how it works, but okay. No. Um, you know, and you've got multiple people who are just like, like I said, they pop in and out. They're like alive. They're dead. Um, you know, what's his name there? God, I can't even think. I want to say Jesse Pinkman, but, um, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I'm having a drink with my daughter. Never thought I'd see that day. But you know, of course he has to stay behind because technically he's still dying. Yeah. Um, we, we had an awesome showdown between Maeve and, um, Dolores slash what's her name there. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte, uh, awesome, awesome showdown between them only to have, you know, William step in in the last second and blast Dave right in the back of the head. He basically kills them both in the episode yeah. seven and then episode eight. Charlotte gets reanimated, I guess, is the words I'm going to use. Yep. Yep. I was very disappointed with how Stubbs died. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't want to necessarily say like a bitch, but yeah, he just fucking. Yeah. He yeah. could have lived. There, there was no reason that he couldn't have moved on in the story. Yeah, no, no. There but really considering isn't. that he kind of got relegated to the backseat this entire season anyway. Yep. Like he, he had the potential to be a cool character, and instead, he was relegated to like slapstick comic relief kind of. You know, just the guy was like, "Are you sure we should do this? Or is this the right thing to do?" Yeah, I didn't like it. So as a whole, we're set up now that next season is going to be Westworld again in the sublime. And it's a test. Mm, well, it's yeah. a test in an artifact in, 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 in an AI online gaming world where, <sighs> where it turns out that Dolores was the whole time because, you know, yeah, the, yes, she doesn't that's exist the other in thing. this other world. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's where she was the entire time. Mm hmm. Yeah, that was just, yeah. Scary. And, yeah, and he's like, well, you don't exist in this world, and that's why people wouldn't listen to her. And, kind of annoyed yeah. just thinking about it, like, fuck. It's one of those things, the show's going to come back, and it's going to be like, well, I've invested 36 episodes, what's eight What's eight more? Mm-hmm, yeah. Might as well check these out. <laughs> Might as well, indeed. What the fuck else we going to do? Yeah, I don't know, honestly, if I will last that long I, I don't know if i'm gonna like remember this season when it came back we were both just kind of like oh yeah that was a show okay yeah. and uh i feel like this 
this next season is shaping up to be the same way. Like I can't picture myself being like, Oh, it's back. I'm ready to commit to another eight episodes just because it's there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you there. Do you hear me here? Do you hear hear me there? Do you hear me everywhere? Pretty much everywhere. Outstanding. The stereo is working. (laughs) Yeah. I, for as much as we both loved this season or this show when it first came out, yeah, it uh, kind of went downhill, and not even a good kind of downhill. Not even like a you know, oh my god, this show is a piece of dog shit. It's more like just a whimpering kind of like, eh, yeah, got weak sauce. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, we watched Westworld. We talked about American Horror Stories. We finished up talking about the Orville, didn't we? Yes, we did. Oh, good. Resident Aliens back. Yes, it is. I enjoy this show. I made a mistake. Oh, what was that? I uh, I brought it up on my iPad to watch it, and um, I saw episode ten. Okay, so I hit episode ten, and I was watching it, and I'm like, this seems odd. Then I kept watching it, and I'm like, this seems really weird. Like, haven't we seen this before? I was watching episode 10 from season one. Oh, okay, okay. About the time that, you know, the two people uh, were taking on mom in the house, and dad came home, and he was going to tell her about Darcy, and then yeah. he's like, no, i got to be a hero. I was like, wait, I've seen this. I know I have. So then I had to start over with the real episode 10. Well, you watched episode nine, Autopsy. Obviously, we talked about that one. Yep. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yep. And uh, then episode 10, we meet Bobby Smallwood. You know, uh, 59 died to try to save one. Uh-huh. And he was the one. Uh-huh. I do like that callback from the first season with that yes. musical. Um, I was surprised that Asta's memory being taken away from her only lasted a half an episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that that was going to be the kind of thing that they stuck around till the end of the season. Yeah. But yeah, that did not last long at all. What do you think about um, Sahar and Max having the alien baby who used Bobby's DNA to duplicate him, uh, hiding them him from uh, Harry? Harry and everybody. I don't like it. Same. After everything that has gone on, I mean, like they they had that ball that they stole from him, and it made the kid like age rapidly, and well, not even age, but like go through puberty because technically yes. he was aging, but he wasn't growing. Right. Um, you know, didn't they learn their lesson? Now they're like, man, this will be good. This time it'll uh, work out. They're just dumb kids. Yeah, which sometimes they're smart kids. That's yeah, the thing sometimes about it. they are smart kids. Yeah, sometimes they they're smart, and it's it's frustrating when they're not. Harry's dealing that he's becoming more human, and so yeah. he's afraid of death, and he needs to confront that apparently. And but he helps one of his patients, a terminal patient, commit suicide. So I'm sure that'll come back somewhere. Oh, of course, yeah. Unless of course he's the one that does all the autopsies, so nothing will come of it at all. <laughs> Very good point. 
Um, I enjoy the show. I find it funny. Um, I can't say it's blowing me away by any means, but I just, I just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Harry, well, Harry, sorry. Alan Tudyk. Amazing. Oh, wonderful actor. Um, but yeah, it's again, this is another one of those. It's not as bad as Westworld, but it was like, Oh yeah, that's back. Okay. You know, it, this episode definitely did not suck me back in as much as I'd hoped it would. Again, yep. not a bad episode at all, but just didn't really suck me in the way that I wanted. Yep. No, it didn't me either, but, um, yeah, it is what it is. Yep. Uh, so what we do in the shadows. Two episodes. Yeah. You know, it has not been thrilling me this year. I, I did like these episodes. I, I'm liking this a lot more than you are, I think. Uh, it seems like it. I just, I don't know. There's just something about this season. It's just not, it's not doing much for me. That's too bad. So we had the first episode, which was the wedding, which was um, Nandor's finally getting married to the bride that he basically brought back from the dead. Um from the gin, uh, we deal with the fact that he wants the Baron to officiate, but the Baron's like, no, I don't want to go out in public. I don't want people to see me. You know, I'm, I'm a half fused corpse. Can't blame you know. him there. I can't either. Um, so Nadja and, uh, Kristen Shaw's character there convince him to use one of his wishes to restore the Baron's body, which awesome. Like that, that was cool. We're going to bring him back into the fold. I hope. You know, it doesn't have to be every episode, but like seeing him like that. And he looks um, younger than he did before. Yes, because he wished for him to be in his prime. That's also, um, yes, that's also key. Yep. Um, and so Nandor is also dealing with the fact that he doesn't know how many wishes he has left because the djinn won't tell him unless he's like, you know, do you want to wish to know how many wishes you have left? Uh, which, I, I like that. That's funny. Yeah, which of course, you know, he blows through the rest of them as not just like we need this, we need or yeah. It, the he's working Guillermo to death. Guillermo's passing out, he can't sleep, and uh so they're like some of these things like the dodo. He wanted a dodo for the peasants to feast on or the servant staff. And uh so he basically was told, You're going to have to um wish for these things because some of them are impossible, otherwise you're just killing Gizmo. So he burns through the rest of his wishes very quickly. Yeah. He only had like three or four left anyway. And right. so now he's wishless, which I guess is okay. Cause the last one that he wished for was that his wife liked all the same things he did. Yep. Which would come into play a little later on as well. Um, so they get to the part in the wedding where it's like, uh, you know, does anybody object or have a reason that these two oh, shouldn't geez. be married and, and mom stands up and she's like, she was dead and he brought her back to life just to marry her. Uh, she didn't like him when they were together. And you know, this is a sham and basically, you know, sits back down. She's only been brought back to life for the weekend because you know, he, the gin's like, you could have her back to life forever. Or do you want to just do like a weekend? And he's like, yes, just the weekend. And then he hears, <laughs> he hears them talking and he's like, uh, maybe an early departure Sunday. Um, but yeah, so that just unleashes a thing. Like 
Laszlo says that, you know, they're boring and he doesn't like them. And pretty soon people are just lined up like it's a Comic-Con. And they're lined up to, you know, speak at the microphone and talk about the reasons that they should not be getting married. And it was fun. I like that part. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. So, yeah, they basically get married. And that kind of puts an end to that whole story of him with the gin. I mean, the gin's at the wedding. Uh, and he gives him a little gin lamp and says, you know, it's only three wishes. And he's like, well, pfft. Why'd you even bother wasting that? You know, that's just, that's not going to help me at all. It's three more wishes. But, you know, as the gin yeah, pointed out, he's like, Nandor has wasted so many wishes. Like the time that he was like, uh, he wanted to play one-on-one against some basketball player. I don't know basketball at all. Uh, and it was only his cardboard cutout. Um, one time that he wished for his coffin lid to be closed because, you know, He's like, why don't you just have Guillermo do it? The gin said that, and Nandor's like, oh, he'll make a whole big thing out of it. You know, I, I'll never hear the end of it. So he used a wish just to close the coffin lid while he was sleeping. I mean, um, that seems so, accurate. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, that was basically that episode. Um, you watched the next one, Pine Barrens? I did watch the Pine Barrens, where we meet the... Um the uh jersey devil yes i thought yeah. that was hilarious that you know they're like no it's we, we vampires made that up to explain all the bodies that we dumped in the forest yeah um the since the guys are away on a hunting trip with sean who keeps getting more yeah. screen time which is interesting um both guillermo and Nadja think that they have the house to themselves so they each you know, he invites his family over, which it, he says that it's been like a decade or so. And she has a girl's night in with Mrs. Nandor and Kristen Shaw and the doll and herself. Yep. And they watch yep. Mamma Mia and which is get hilarious. drunk. Yes. Uh, Nandor will, or um, what's his name? Uh, God, who's the other one? Laszlo. Laszlo won't sorry. let her watch. I love it when she does the impression of him. She's like, Laszlo won't let me watch it because he says, oh, darling, it puts me in mind of all the illegitimate bastard children that I fathered back in the day. So then my first thought when Nadja came down and, you know, ended up getting invited to dinner with Gamble's family, I was like, if he is a descendant of Van Helsing, then wouldn't it stand to reason that his family, at least, you know, one side of his family is also descendants. And then of uh, course that comes right up. Stop making sense. Yeah. And then grandma's like, my family knows this and blah, blah, blah. So basically they all just start going nuts and they're getting hot under the collar and they just want to kill Nadja for, they don't even realize why, but she's also, she's got her fangs bared. Like she see, they all see her with the fangs out and they don't comment on it. They think they're just boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, I thought that was good. They all start attacking her and they don't know why, like this, you know, they, their blood starts to boil. They get hot. They're getting angry. None of them understand it. And I like when he tells them that, yes, I know they're vampires. I work for them because I want to be a vampire. Oh, and I'm gay. And they're all just like, yeah, we, we know you're gay. Like, that's not a yeah. surprise, really. Like, uh, you know, whatever. But like, vampires, really? Seriously? Yeah, we know you're gay. <laughs> um, yep. So I did enjoy that. 
And then Nadja hypnotizes the whole family because she's going to kill them all. Mm-hmm. And he basically, Guillermo's like, no, please don't. You know, just hypnotize them to forget about all this stuff. And she has a, a decent speech there where she basically says, like, she normally doesn't care about him or what he thinks or does or acts like. But, you know, she uh, she remembers losing her whole family. And she talks about how her dad died when the donkey fell over on him. And that donkey was his wife. And it was just completely fucked up. Um, Which I don't know if she means like the donkey. Or it was an actual donkey or like that was just how we thought she thought of her stepmother. <laughs> Right. Um, so she said that she she empathized, basically. But she also told him that he has to get the boys out of the house once a month completely so that she can have a girl's night. And that he has to get her a copy of Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. And uh, he's like, yeah, that's easy. And also in the nice column was she hypnotized them to forget everything about that night except for him telling them that he was gay. And he was yep. very happy about that. He's like, so they finally know that I'm gay. That was the first time that it was mentioned in the show, wasn't it? I feel like it. Like when he said that, I was like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's always been kind of suspected, but he also has been pretty asexual. Like he's just more interested in the day to days with the vampires than, you know, dating or anything. Right. So, yeah, that made sense. It also yeah, so. made sense when uh, he saw his vampire buddy there from, you know, that got turned into a vampire early on at the convenience store. And, uh, you know, he was like, Hey, uh, why don't you come to the wedding with me? Um, maybe that was going to be a date or not. I don't know. Oh, possibly. Yeah. Possibly. That would make sense. But yeah, like I said, I'm enjoying it more than you are. And it's, it's interesting. Um, the way I thought that like we were going to be up shit's Creek this, uh, season without Colin Robinson, because he really was the best part of the show. They found a way to bring him back in an even better capacity. I think, I, well, I wouldn't say better. It's a different capacity and it is fun. I do miss him talking to the camera more and talking about, you know, how boring he is and how he sucks the energy out of people. You can already see it happening with the kid, but I don't know if they're going full on. Like, is he going to grow up and still be an energy vampire? They haven't like, even when he goes on his little boring diatribes, none of them act like they did with grown up Colin Robinson. You know, right. they would, yeah. they would get drained and exhausted. None of them do act. Even Sean doesn't act like that. So I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. going to be a new kind of vampire. Maybe he's going to be a new kind of energy vampire. Yeah. Cause we had Evie, the emotional vampire. Yeah. He's going to suck the life out of them, but in a different way. Yeah. Do you watch any other shows? I got one. Um, more. Let's see. <sighs> see, I feel like I watched more, but uh, I watched between Julie and I, we watched uh, the entirety of Sandman, all 10 episodes. And then the bonus 11th episode that released. Yeah. And I tried watching the first episode and I struggled horrifically and was just like, maybe I'm overtired and I need to sit down and watch this with a clear vision, clear point of view. Or, I don't know, but I kind of gave up. Yeah, that was um, last time we talked, right? No, that was us texting about it. Really? So yeah. you've tried twice now? 
Yeah. Because I remember you told me that you tried once and you fell asleep because you were exhausted. Yeah, and I tried again, and I don't know if it was the show that did it to me because I felt fine. I was like, all right, I'm, I got a clear conscience. Let's go for it. And I was like, uh Wow. Yeah. I literally couldn't get enough of this show. Like, the way that it's laid out is it's it's genius honestly it does feel like a comic um like the first couple of episodes tell a story and then the story kind of continues into the next few episodes but like these stories have actual ends to them it's not like a serialized show where it just goes on and on and on um you know, every week there's a new mystery or something like that. So like the first four episodes deal with this one particular story. And I'm not even going to say what's going on because people need to watch this. You, I hope you can get into it. Um, it's just so beautifully done. Uh, but the first four have to deal with a particular story. You know, you probably saw in the beginning of the first one, him getting captured and, it has to deal with that, with him being captured, uh, whether or not he gets out, etc. cetera. Uh, they have John Constantine, except for they gender bent it. So uh, General Louise Coleman plays Joanna Constantine. Uh, it's actually brilliant the way that she does yeah. it. But everything else is still there. Um, we uh, The fifth episode is probably my favorite and probably one of the best TV episodes I've seen in quite a while uh, beneath her wings that deals with death. And then his, his acquaintance, it, it was just so beautifully done. And the whole thing is a encapsulated episode. It's like one big story when it's done, it's done. Um, we had a bottle episode that takes place in a diner that was done so well it blew my mind. Like it was just in the beginning of the episode, I was like, what the hell is going on here? And then it got better and better. And I was like, holy fuck, this is amazing. I think that was the fourth episode. It was just blew my mind, dude. Um, the last, let's see, episode six, I'm trying to remember, um, seven, eight, nine, and 10, I believe were kind of a, continuation slash ending of what's been going on all throughout this season. And it really paired up nicely. They were, they were not my favorite episodes of the entire season, but they were great. Um, but again, it takes place. There's four episodes and it covers one particular story with one particular character, uh, in the forefront. And, I don't know. I just, I love this. It was like watching a comic book because you would get these issues, you know, four part miniseries and you'd get it and it would be done. And the characters would come back. Some of the characters would come back in later stories, but they were evolved different. Um, it was just, it was phenomenal. I, I can't speak enough good about it. And then they dropped that bonus episode out of the blue which was two episodes in one. It was an animated one called a dream of a thousand cats. And then it was, uh, another one that was a fucking monster of the week. Beautifully done. Arthur Darville was the main character of it. And, uh, Oh, it was so good. These, like, I thought when they said bonus episodes, they were going to be like rough cut, maybe something that, you know, didn't have all the graphics done on them or all the special effects. No, they were full on episodes that they were just like, here you go, guys have fun. 
I adore well, it. Well, I will give it another attempt. I hope you're able to get into it. If you're not, you're not. You know, it's yeah. not everything is for everyone, but Jesus, the, the artwork on this. By the way, there's a thing. I don't know if I sent you this article. People, Some people were complaining because they said that the aspect ratio seemed weird in a lot of places. It seemed kind of stretched out. And they apparently did that on purpose because they wanted it to appear more like how you would see things in a dream. So it's a little bit askew, a little bit stretched out, a little bit hazy on the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it on purpose. So. All right. Well, I'll, I'll give it another go. I'll see what happens. Hey. Right. Yeah. What about you? Did you watch any of the shows? Yeah, She-Hulk. Oh, that's right. I did watch that. Okay. I, see, I knew that there was another new show, and I couldn't remember what it was. So this is the first episode. It's a origin story. We mm-hmm. meet Jennifer Walters. She's a lawyer. Um, and she's ready to go in for this big case. And there's still there's a guy that works in a law firm that's a complete douchebag that wants all the glory and thinks women don't belong to be, you know, whatever. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we flash back to Bruce hanging out with to Jen hanging out with her cousin Bruce. He's got, his arm is wrapped up. It's still damaged from when he tried to use the Infinity Gauntlet there, and he's got uh, a, a device on him that prevents him from becoming the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And a Sakaran warship, spaceship, comes down in front of their car, and they crash. We never find out why that Sakaran ship was there. He he did mention, I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, but that was it. That was like, mm-hmm. the, that was it. That was all there was. And um, so she pulls Bruce out of the car, and he's bleeding, and his blood gets into her open wound. Nice twist on the original comic origin story was him giving her a blood transfusion. Blood transfusion. She was, yep. Yeah. Yep. But his blood gets in her open womb. She immediately transforms into a Hulk, she Hulk and runs off if you will, whatever. And then basically the rest of the episode, we get like, uh, them going to his secret lab in Mexico, talking about her genetic genetic condition you know, how he wants to help teach her how to control her powers, how it took him like 15 years. And, but in reality, like she, there's something different about her. Like he also does an explanation as to why they both have a genetic, a unique genetic trait that allows this to happen. So that's why they're both hulks. Yeah. But so they do whitewash that real quick, or if that's even the right term, but you know what I mean? Sum that up real quick. (laughs) Um, but basically like, she is she can control it unlike he like he she can do what it took him 15 years to do and instantly basically or she can transform to, into she hulk and transform back to herself um she and she describes it as basically like i'm a woman i know how to control my rage because mm-hmm. i've been talked down to treated less than cat called etc 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 something you've never had to deal with uh they fight a couple of times to make their points etc etc but in the end, like she's going to go back to being a lawyer because he's like, well, you know, you're a superhero now. What else are you going to do? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go be a lawyer. Uh, I don't care about being a superhero. I don't want to be a superhero. Yep. Um, there's some comedy comedic elements to it, of course. He uses her blood 
to repair his arm. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yep. Yep. And, um, yeah, so she's trying to be a lawyer. And then it's Titania, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bursts into the courtroom before, like, the decision can be made in this case they're working on. Never speaks a word. Huh? Never speaks a word. Nope. And she's wrecking the place. We don't know why she's there. Her assistant, Jen Walters' assistant's like, "Uh, I think you need to do this now because clearly she knows about what's going on. So she takes her shoes off, becomes She-Hulk. Beats up Titania very easily, which I'm assuming she's going to be back later on because that was too easy. Um, and goes back to being herself and is like, all right, uh, can we continue with this now? And then credits, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the PS scene, because the PS scene in the credits, did you watch it? I sure did. So um, she's basically making fun of Captain America and like, there's no way he went back to a girlfriend. He didn't have a girlfriend. Um, you know, he did this, he did that. He didn't have time for a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. He's probably a virgin. He's like, no, no, USO tour 1943 or whatever it was. And she's like, yeah, Captain America. And then it cut to the rest of the credits. Yeah, they had been talking on the way down the road, like in the beginning before that Chitari, uh Sicario uh, ship attacked them. Uh and she was basically trying to say that it was tragic that Captain America with that beautiful ass oh, um, yes. never had ass. sex. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she was trying to get it out of Bruce and he's like, look, this is my friend, blah, blah, blah. So she tricked him at the end yeah. into saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the fact that she breaks the fourth wall a few different times. Yeah. Uh, it's it's got very tongue in cheek humor kind of. Uh, she so when you were talking about how she uh, can control it better, she doesn't have another personality. She doesn't have an alter ego, and that's what was blowing Bruce's mind the most. Because yeah, he he used her blood to heal his arm because he said that her blood was uh, metabolizing it faster than his was. She's like, oh, so I'm better than you. He's like, no, just different. She's like, better. Um, but yeah, when she hulks out, she doesn't have a, a different passenger in there. She, nobody else grabs the wheel, as Bruce says. It's just her, just her growing. So um, there's no need to find a way to struggle with the other one. There's no need to uh, try an inhibitor or anything like that. As long as she can keep her rage under control, there's nothing to worry about. She can come and go as she pleases. So, and I really appreciate that because, you know, we don't need two unstoppable forces of nature running around the world um, trying to control this. Plus, it made it easier, you know, like he said, 15 years trying to work with the Hulk, get himself up to speed, blah, blah, blah. We don't need another one of those. Like, if this was an origin story where somebody started from square one, that would suck. Yeah. No, I do kind of like how they kind of just kind of zip through it. I think we can get right now into the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it went a little faster than Ms. Marvel in that respect. A little bit. But we can definitely jump right into the storytelling. And uh, I, I, I like what I've seen so far. I know some people complained about the CGI or complained about the effects or this or that. Ah, I, I don't I, even I, care about that. I, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. What it comes Me down too. To. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought that the humor was just the right amount. Um, the 
when Titania did the flying kick at her, that was something right out of a 1940s cartoon. I, I laughed. It was great. You know, that was just, that was some speed racer shit right there. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, it was. Yeah. Like I said, never said a word, just busted in, looked around and then started throwing stuff, throwing benches. And, um, Oh no, I'm sorry. She did say something because, you know, she was like, and who are you? She's like, I'm a lawyer. Yeah. Um, but I will say I'm excited because like, if you look at the, uh, the cast and you see like, you know, nine episodes, nine episodes, nine episodes, um, Tim Roth, eight episodes, Charlie Cox, eight episodes, Benedict Wong, eight episodes. Right. Yeah. We've already seen one, haven't seen any of them, so you know what? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped for this. Like, Benedict Wan, low-key, has been in everything. Uh-huh. Like, sincerely, like, somehow, like, um, yeah, uh, let's see here. Uh, Doctor Strange, 2016. Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, uh... Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and mm-hmm. then um, What If, She-Hulk Attorney at Law. I mean, like, yeah, he's he's kind of low-key being in everything. Yep, and I'm okay with that because he's oh, awesome. I'm okay with it, too, because he, he's doing a phenomenal job. Hell yeah. <sighs> Is that Movies. it for shows? I think so. I think okay. so. Uh, movie side, I watched, actually watched a few new ones, uh, and then I had some reruns or some some classics. Okay. Um, so I'll just start with classics because I got more than you. So our family movie night with uh, Kate's family outside at her cousin's house was The Parent Trap 1998, the Lindsay Lohan one. I had not seen this. Yeah, um, because in 1998, I was 20, and I didn't give a shit about watching The Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan version. Yeah, I so don't we watched it. it. It's actually a fun movie, um, but I, here's my here's my big, my big issue, right? If you don't know the story, I'll sum it up. Guy meets girl. Guy and girl fall in love, get married. Girl gets pregnant. Their relationship isn't working. Twins are born. They get divorced and one is awarded one custody custody of one of the twins and one is awarded custody of the other twin. One goes to California where he makes wine at his grape farm and his vineyard. The other one goes, moves to the England where she makes wedding dresses and they're both hugely successful in their own ventures. Mm-hmm. 11 and a half years later, they've never met their other child. They've never told their child they have a twin. They've never contacted each other. Horse shit. Even in horse 1998, shit. horse shit. Yeah, 100% horse shit. That is just, just horse shit. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, watched a couple of old classic horror movies, if you will. The original Urban Legend. Wow. Oh, and the wife and I have been watching some Dawson's Creek as well. You know, plugging it out an episode here and there. We're on season two. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm kind of in the in the 90s kick right now. So we like I said, Addison and I and Kanan actually watched Urban Legend. And next time they come over, we'll watch Urban Legend 2, Final Cut. 
Uh, mm-hmm. And then we're going to move on to, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer, um, Final Destination series, you know, really 90s. What the faculty? Well, that's another movie I watched, actually. I watched it by oh, myself okay. the other night as I watched <laughs> The Faculty. Oh, The Craft. I'm gonna I'm saving that one for Addison. Disturbing Behavior? You know, actually, I I started watching it, and I'm like, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah. The faculty kinda, was way better. I kind of <laughs> stopped. Faculty was excellent. The cast in that. Holy cow. Like I know. Um, well, first off, going back to Urban Legend, that had a huge cast. And, like, you had, oh, what's her name? Rebecca Gayhart. The old, was it? She was the Noxzema girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jared Leto was in it. Uh, I think James Marsden, everything like that. Joshua Jackson was in it. Um, but yeah, like, and, but Alicia Witt was the star of the movie, which I did not remember. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Which is just funny to me considering who was in it. But like, dude, friggin' the faculty came out in uh, 98, Christmas Day 98, actually. Has friggin' Jordana Brewster, uh, Clea Duvall, Laura Harris, who was in uh, Dead Like Me. She was yep. Daisy Adair. She gets full ass, full ass naked in this movie. <laughs> uh, Josh Harnett, Salma Hayek, Famke Jensen, Piper Lauren, uh, BB Newworth, Robert Patrick, Usher's in it, John Stewart, Elijah Wood, Summer Phoenix. Like, holy cow. Danny Masterson, yeah. Harry Knowles, Lewis Black. Um, just just a lot of just a lot of people you know. A lot of movies. Like unbelievable, like a lot of them, like in their first roles or secondary roles or, you know, essential like glorified cameos. But um, good, good story. Good movie. Um, I uh, it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised. And it was written by Kevin Williamson, who Kevin Williamson is a fucking genius. Apparently, I don't know. Uh, he did. He, he did Dawson's Creek. Uh, but more importantly than that, he wrote. Scream and Scream 2 and Scream 4. Um, he also wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer. He wrote uh, Teaching Mrs. Tingle, The Faculty, um, and Cursed. And then on the television side of things, Dawson's Creek, Wastelands, Glory Days, Hidden Palms, The Vampire Diaries, The Following, um, Tell Me a Story. Not gonna give him too much credit on that one. <laughs> he's got a new one coming out soon called Dead Day. That's gonna be on Peacock. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like this, this I just haven't seen this movie in a long time. It's a great flick. Yeah, I remember that was a point of contention with me and my ex. Like I wanted to see that. She was like, Nah, no. And we watched it, and I loved it. And she just held on to that bitter resentment for it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. She also thought you were antisocial. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, would you watch for movies? I got a few more, but would you watch? Uh, I watched the Netflix original Day Shift. I did as well. I went into Day Shift knowing that it was going to be ridiculous. It was going to be over the top, and it was a popcorn movie. Like I was yes. not going into this for anything that was like, popcorn. like plot or you know character development. Uh, Loved it for what it was. I thought it was great. Uh, a lot of great action scenes and fight scenes. They gave us a little bit new lore on vampires with mm-hmm. like they can't, which I find, okay. If you remove their teeth, they don't grow back. 
but it's not like they're going to die because they'll just use a knife to cut you open and drink you. <laughs> right. Right. But still, um, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. For, and, you know, like they the way they the way it ended, it didn't end on a cliffhanger, but it definitely ended in like, oh, you could make more movies in this franchise. Yes. So a couple of things. Because it's I want not to like out. it's not like they eradicated all vampires. That would have been impossible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, there's so, so I mean, plenty out there. So they absolutely could do a sequel. I thought Dave Franco was great. That's that was my first point was the moment Dave Franco came on the screen, the movie ratcheted up like three, four points. Oh, yeah. Um, no, he was he was phenomenal. I want to know how much of it was ad libbed because it seemed like some of those lines of his, you know, like I'm a cat person. Like it seemed yeah. like some of those were just absolutely fucking ad libbed. And I was there for it. It was so fucking good. Yeah. Um, Snoop surprisingly was good. Like I I'll tell you. This was a rag on movie too. Like I would sit there and rag on it and be like, come on, that's fucking ridiculous. But I still loved it. Like it was never this movie's bullshit. There yeah. was a lot of ridiculousness in it. And I didn't it was, expect much from Snoop Dogg and he actually nope. delivered more than I thought he would. Yeah. Yeah. Big John. Um, uh, did you pick up on his last line of the movie and the homage that it made? Uh, I guess not, because it's not ringing a bell right now for me. So at the end of the movie, he climbs up out of the sewer, spoilers, um, and he says, that's what I love about Los Angeles, all the fucking vampires. Oh, didn't, wasn't that, uh, didn't James Wood say like something like that? That's what it, I hate about. What was that? What was that from? It was, the, it was the final line of the Lost Boys. Grandpa said it. Remember, they kept trying oh, to like hide yes. their grandfather, yes. and then he blew yes. the, the king away. And yes, that's, that's what right. I love about this place, all the fucking vampires. Yeah. I was like, I've heard that line before, and then looked it up. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> yeah. What a great homage. The fucking Lost oh, Boys. Oh, hell tremendous. yeah. Tremendous homage. I watched the Netflix original movie, which it's not really, but they're the one they're claiming it is. Carter, that action movie we saw the oh, trailer how is for. It? I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's definitely it's a Korean flick. It's in English. It's in Korean. Um, it's it's definitely about like a virus that makes people like not like a Resident Evil virus or whatever, but it definitely makes them whatever it does. Um, and there's a lot of politicalness between South Korea and North Korea in the movie, and and uh, but it's it's got good action, it's got a storyline that is what it is. Um, not that it's not believable. It's just oh, it's your stereotypical like Asian action movie. Okay. A lot of good fighting, um, lots of great fighting, some good kills in it. Um, unstoppable guy who doesn't have his memory. We find out why later. Um, some good, you know, there's a couple of twists in it. Um, overall, I, I really enjoyed it. Awesome. I do want to check that out at some point. Yeah. Uh, the wife and I watched on Netflix on Saturday night. We watched Uncharted. Oh, we almost watched that last night, but we had had such a long day and we had done so much stuff. Like we would have been starting it at eight or eight thirty, and. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I made the executive decision. Like she was down, but I'm are, like, no, you know, it's, it was too Are late. you a big fan of the video games? Eh, I'm a mediocre fan of the okay. video games. They were good, but they were a little overrated so, in my opinion. 
so from what I've heard, if you're a big fan of the video games, you may have a problem with the casting of Tom Holland as Nathan Drake because oh, yeah. Nathan Drake was based on Nathan Fillion, from what uh-huh. I've been told. Uh, but having never played the video games and not even actually knowing this was based on a video game when I went in to watch it, I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. You you didn't know that this was based on a video game? Nope. Wow. That's and like and I if I did, I didn't games. remember. Okay. If I, I did, I, I didn't remember. I know you don't do video games, but holy crap, that's yeah. just shocking. Like it, yeah. it seemed like common knowledge. Like yeah, to no, me, that I, would be like you saying, um, I watched the latest X-Men. I didn't know if that was based on a comic book. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, cause it's I, just like I, uncharted. I don't feel like dumb, game. but I'm just like, Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> uh, but no, I really didn't know it was based on a video game. Um, I just don't care. Like my son doesn't didn't never asked for it or whatever, you know. He wouldn't. Um, he has an Xbox. It's a PlayStation exclusive. Ah, uh, there it is then. But I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's a great like Indiana Jones National Treasure. You know, it's one of those adventure movies. You know, adventure yeah. treasure hunt movies with unbelievableness and suspension of disbelief and a popcorn movie, if you will. Yeah. I. I enjoyed the hell out of this. I would awesome. give this a hard sell. Uh, I look forward I to what wait. you have to say about it. Yeah, that's going to be on the on the docket this week. Either this week or this weekend, but yeah, it'll be done. Yeah. Um, I went to the theaters with Kanan. <laughs> Do that while you can. Johnny. Yeah, apparently. And we went and saw Nope. The oh, Jordan okay. Peele yeah. movie. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Okay. Uh, I know some people didn't like Get Out or Us, and you probably won't like this then. I uh, liked Get Out. I didn't like Us. I loved Get Out. I thought Us was decent. I thought it was good. Um, I need to watch it again, honestly. But I thought I Nope too. was I thought Nope was really really good. Um, okay. I liked it. I do want to watch it again at some point because I do. Uh, it was. Ex- unexpectedly expected. It was. It's just. It's a. It's a complex story, and um, it, it feels like this might have came out as a Twilight Zone idea, and then got stretched into a feature-length movie. Okay. And there's a B story Which, that couldn't you really say that about all of his movies so far? Yeah, absolutely. There's a B story that. I did leave going like, why, why was this in the movie? Not that I disliked it, but it didn't, it, I didn't feel how it fit. But then Johnny was like, oh, well, it fit because of this. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to watch convinced? it again. Okay. I definitely want to watch it again. I'll wait for home video or streaming or Redbox or whatever is what I mean. Like, I'm not, you know, I definitely do want to watch it again, though. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. What was your second movie? I have one more. Uh, this was the only other movie that we watched. Uh, we got in bed the other night and hunkered down and we put on the black phone. Okay. That's what I thought. That was my other movie as well. What'd you think of black phone? Fucking loved it. I did too. Holy Holy cow. Holy shit. Uh, okay. So first off the aesthetic of the late seventies. Yep. (laughs) Like I turned and looked at her a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, it was a different time back then. I mean, so granted, was. I was I was young, 
but holy fuck like wasn't their dad a piece of shit oh absolute piece of shit everybody was a piece of shit everybody was beating the shit out of everybody when the when the daughter like hit that kid in the head with a rock yeah and he was just pouring blood out of his skull like in today okay in 2022 that would have been the story like she would have gone to court and there would have been a whole trial and you know attempted murder blah 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 in this she she didn't even get in trouble no (laughs) and i love how they just kind of sat off to the side almost like they were tagged it was like a royal rumble where they got thrown over the top rope you know they They were done here now might as well watch the rest of the fight basically yeah they were like all right we're done yeah, nobody ever said boo about it. She fucking wailed him so hard. He was, and when I say pouring blood, I mean like somebody oh. had a cup of blood and were pouring it over his head. Yeah, yeah, he was gushing. He was a guy. I I love that. Well, I mean, not I'm not condoning violence against children, but you know that's what life was like back then. You know, everything was different. Everybody walked to school or walked home. And, you know, you rode your bikes around the neighborhood. People kicked the shit out of each other and then just went on with life. Um, the the bully fight in the beginning was great. But and the van, you know, I was like, that oh was a God. real thing growing up. Uh, Robin, <laughs> we, yeah. the kid, like, uh-huh. he, he was out. He's like, yeah, I was, you know, I was going to just punch him a couple of times. So I thought, you know what? To really get my point across, you got to spill some blood. And, a lot <laughs> and it wasn't it. enough blood. <laughs> And a lot of it, you know, yep. that really gets your message across. Okay. Yep. He's not wrong, actually, nope. uh, in a sick way. But so like this movie, uh, the, the 90s movies and TV show we've been watching and everything. Well, I think what I really enjoy about it, what, or even when we watch movies that take place in the 80s, 90s, 70s or whatever it is, there's no fucking cell phones. Yeah. And like when you're watching like a teenage a person or an adult or whatever and they're in the dark and they're walking home or they're in an area like you know they're actually alone yeah they don't have a built-in flashlight on them and a way to call someone or message someone or entertain themselves while they're waiting like obviously cell phones are fucking wonderful they're here to stay unless we go to a post-apocalyptic future um but like in a movie setting, any time to put that, like when you know they have cells, go, oh, I don't have any cell service. This is useless. Like they have to make it a point to tell you, hey, the cell phones don't work because, or else you know they just call for help, right? Or text someone, um, or like, oh, there's something jamming the cell phones. Like they have to explain it now, as opposed to like watching the faculty or black phone, and it's just like. No, they don't exist, so it's not an issue. (laughs) Yeah, they almost have to make cell phones their own character when they exist. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's true. But no, I loved Black Phone. It was funny because Addison watched it at her mother's house the other night while we were watching um, Uncharted. And so she was texting me, and it was just awesome. And you already watched it? I had already watched it, yes. Kane and I had watched it the weekend before. Addison is becoming like my little movie buddy, quite frankly, because she just gets into them so emotionally. <laughs> and it's so fun to watch the movie with her. It's not even like, oh, come on. But no, like she's texting me like I was like, oh, let me know. What you th-. She goes, I'll let you know what to think of the movie. I said, please do. She goes, how dumb is Finn to go upstairs? And he was just told not to by the ghost on the phone. <laughs> right. Right. And she, and she goes, also, that Max guy is the grabber's brother. 
That's why the grabber couldn't bring food down to him at the time, and the grabber had him had to still go back upstairs. I wrote perhaps because she's like she's not there yet. And why yeah. didn't Finn tell his tell him his real name? He just said he finds out all the shit, all the news from the paper, you know, and saves pictures yeah. of the kids, and then he lies about it. He had a paper it? under his arm. Yeah. And then a few minutes, later, I was right. He is the grabber's brother. And then <laughs> I think the grabber's going to kill his brother. So we can't tell the police because he seemed to be getting pr- getting uh, everything pretty fast or he's going to try to kill Finn sooner. And like I know from the timestamps on this that she hasn't seen that part yet. So it's not uh-huh. like she's seen it and then texted me. Right. And then I wrote I just wrote back. I enjoy watching movies with you, even in this form. And she goes. <laughs> And then uh, I think the grabber has multiple personalities disorder, and that's why he has that mask. So he has a full face, and then he has a half face, and then the upper half, and maybe the bottom half, and all the different personalities. Maybe that's why he acts weird and is always changing them. And then um, I wrote back, I think the mask just gives him power and courage to do something he wouldn't normally do without it. And she's like, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. And then she goes, why did Gwen go in the police car with Vance? Oh, yeah, it's a dream. <laughs> this is just so much fun like even oh the 7741 now that makes more sense um i loved it the ending was amazing where he just went back like nothing happened and those bullies looked at him like they were gonna poop their pants mm-hmm. yep that's the, that's the inside of my 13 year old daughter everybody <laughs> yeah but yeah so she was really into it um so, yeah, so this weekend they're coming over and uh, I know we're at least going to watch Urban Legend 2. We, I might we might throw on the craft. It depends. I got rustling Saturday night, but uh, Thursday, Friday, we're supposed to get thunder showers in the evening. But Thursday, Friday, Sunday, not not much going on. So we'll probably end up watching a couple movies this weekend. Nice. <sighs> News and trailers. And uh, in my actually, opinion. Oh, uh, you texted me the other day that you started watching another show and you didn't mention it. Oh. The, uh, the resort. Oh shit. That's right. I have not oh. watched any of it yet, but I'm looking forward oh. to it. Okay. We've watched the six episodes that are out. Okay. It's on Peacock. We friggin' love it. It's going to be airing on NBC. I saw. Oh, well watch it on Peacock. Yeah. No commercials, but we've watched the first six episodes. There's two more left, uh, this week and next week. Um, we, uh, the, the synopsis is Noah and Emma are vacationing in the Mayan Riviera for Riviera for their 10th anniversary. Noah has been content with life, whereas Emma feels like their marriage isn't advancing and there's a catalyst, but they'll, they'll explain it. Uh, then they are pulled into an unsolved mystery of two missing persons 15 years ago, which they test the resolve of their marriage. Uh, it's, it's got, uh, you know, it's got Chidi and, and the mom. From How I Met Your Mother. Kristen Melody and... Uh, and William Jackson Harper, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but I love it. Nice. I, I, we love it. Like, it is super good. Yeah. It's, it's super good. We're just watching so many shows right now, and we only have a limited yeah. time. You know, I'm sure you understand that. I do. So, I do. Yeah. We'll, like, sit down. It's like, okay, what are we going to watch now? Is it going to be this? Yeah. Is it going to be this? You know, we'll get, like, one episode in per night of something, and then... You know, on the weekends, maybe one or two, depending on how busy it's going to be. You know, like this past weekend was hot. So we stayed in and yeah. caught up on stuff. Yeah. No, I, I would give this show a hard sell. There's only eight episodes. They're half hour in episodes. So, I mean, it's not a ton of your time. Nice. Um, yeah. 
I, I would. I mean, hey, maybe wait until Labor Day weekend and just binge them all then. Oh, that's right. That's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, and it, the last episode airs September 1st, so the following weekend. I have no idea if they're going to do a second season. I don't know if they would even need to do a second season. Um, but I don't know how it ends, so I guess I can't say. But yeah, uh, we really, really enjoy it. Nice. Good memory. <laughs> well, I had seen a, a headline that said um, that it was coming to NBC as well. Okay. And I went, oh, I got to remind him of that. So we, I don't know, I think as far as news and trailers, considering we got two weeks to talk about, there really isn't a whole lot. No, there really isn't. Um, you sent me a trailer for Tales from the Territories. Yeah, it's uh, from the makers of Dark Side of the Ring. Um, yeah, it's from makers of Dark Side of the Ring uh, and The Rock and Seven Bucks Productions. It's called Tales from the Territories, and it, that's going to be on Vice, and it's going to talk about the different wrestling territories uh, across the United States, maybe even Canada. So I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, it looks decent. Yep, it does. looks real good. Um, you said a news article about how they removed 30 fucks to give that uh, tower, whatever, that fall, whatever it is, that movie, a PG-13 rating. That seemed kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. When they said that they uh, did something, they used deep fake tech to bring it down to a PG-13, I was like, what are they talking about? Oh, they did that. It, all I could think of when I read that was, um, was it? Taken two or taken three? Oh, where, it was the third one where they took yeah. out blood and swear words and stuff like that to make it a PG thirteen movie. And did it so horribly, like you could see his mouth forming fuck. Yeah. And it it did not say fuck. It was worse than a dubbed movie. Yeah, it TV. was worse than a dubbed movie. Or like yes. when a guy takes a shotgun blast straight to the chest and it eviscerates him, but there's no blood. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Or the uh, the throat slit, the wife laying sprawled out on the bed with her throat slit and there's no blood. Oh. I just saw that in a movie this past weekend that we were watching. Yeah. Yeah. Someone gets their throat slit and no blood. <clears throat> you can you can see the laceration. The person dies. No blood whatsoever. <laughs> nice. Uh, you, you already talked about the aspect ratio of the Sandman. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, I. Uh, it doesn't matter. Clickbait headlines. Yeah. Such horseshit. Uh, um, just like we thought, WB is considering shelving the Flash because of Ezra Miller being so stinking fucked up. Yeah, but maybe they won't. Who knows? I'd still like to see because Batgirl now he's out. he's trying to get help. He's admit. Yes, he's 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 gone public and he's admitted his wrongdoing and he's looking for professional help because he's troubled and. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Apparently not as troubled as Army Hammer. Holy fuck a duck, huh? Hey, you know what? I still like the Lone Ranger movie he was in. Just going to throw that <laughs> out there. Okay. And what was the other thing he was in that I enjoyed? Thoroughly? Oh, the man from UNCLE. Yeah. He was good in both of those. But yeah, he's a bit fucked up. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like his whole family is fucked up. True. I got to figure out if I have Discovery Plus. I have HBO Max, but I don't know I if have I have Discovery, Discovery Plus. Um, yeah, that looks fucked up, and I really I want to watch it and find out how big of a piece of shit he is. 
seems like a big one, really. Yeah. Emily the Criminal looks awesome. Yeah, it's a uh, Aubrey Plaza. She's she's a, she's starring in this flick. Yep. I don't know, and like she's a criminal. <laughs> it's already been released, and but I don't know, like where you can watch it. I think it was just it was a Sundance film, so it's probably just in theaters in limited areas, and then it'll just show okay. up on some streaming platform out of the blue. Yeah, it that's does my look guess. Good, probably, I think you're correct. It does look very good. Yeah. Uh, you sent me the full trailer for Do Revenge. Yeah, what do you think about that? Love it. I think it's pretty damn good. I don't like the fact that they're saying, oh, it's a modern Heathers. Stop it. Stop it right now. Nothing will ever be Heathers. Well, that's a movie that Addison's actually watched a bunch as well. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. I don't think it's a modern Heathers. It's, it's, the first thing I thought of is Strangers on a Train. Yes, that's exactly what I thought, too. Yeah, it's strangers on a train. It's two girl, two high school students have their lives upended and become rejected by their high school, uh, for and then it hap- and it tells why, uh, and then they kind of team up and it's like, how about you ruin my person and I'll ruin your person? And it's like, how about you kill my person and I'll kill your? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's got Maya Hawk. It's a Netflix film because apparently if you're on a Netflix series like Stranger Things, you're going to be in a shit ton of Netflix films. <laughs> I think Camila Mendez is the other one and she was on Riverdale. Okay, yep. So yeah, I I I'm looking forward to this. I think it looks great. I think it's I would say Modern Day Strangers on a Train or a take on mm-hmm. that over Heathers. Absolutely. Heathers is fucking mean, right. mean Girls was the modern Heathers and then mm. not even, but not even. Yeah, cuz there was no death and killing and Right. Did you Yeah. Did you ever end up watching Prey? Oh, yeah. Remember we talked about how much we fucking loved it? Okay, I just want to make sure because I've, yeah. I've sent you all these different teases of like, here we go, Predator film <laughs> set in feudal Japan, you know, with Hiroki Sonata as a disgraced ronin who hunts down the Predator after he fails to protect his master from it. Just mm-hmm. watch the cash roll in. I'm like, I would fucking watch the hell out of that. I, I would watch the hell out of that. Samurai yeah. Predator. <laughs> I don't, uh, ancient China Predator, Gladiator Days Predator, uh, Musketeer times Predator. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm here for all of it. Yep. If they do as good a job as Prey. What do you think of Cabinet of Curiosities? It's a trailer you sent me. Yep. Uh, I like the fact that it's a, a. I wanted to say vignette. It's not. Series. It, it's an anthology series, and they said yes. that each director gets to pick, do their own twist on the world, and you know, different monsters and. It looks creepy. Um, I'm not super stoked for it, but it looks good. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I, it's 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 they're gonna release all eight episodes the week up leading up to Halloween. It's gonna mm-hmm. be on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna check it out. Um, like you said, eight different directors. You know, um. Oh, I'm I'm gonna check it out, plain and simple, I guess. So I think I think I'm the same way. Yeah. Now, who knows? Maybe it could lead to something more. Right. Yeah. Uh, and if it's good, then hey, even better because I enjoy, and you know, anthology shows that are true anthologies like American Horror Stories, where each mm-hmm. episode. 
Oh, did you ever check out that new Walking Dead show? No. Was it Tales from the Walking Dead or something like that? No, but that's an anthology too, right? It is, yes. I'm I'm tempted to check it out. It's on AMC Plus. Mm. I could see that. Um, uh, let's see. You sent me that thing about the CW getting sold off. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to completely revamp the network or what they're going to do because, you know, like all the the Flash shows are gone. The Superman show is still on as of right now, but that's in a different universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they just lost one of their. Uh, yeah, one of the Jonathan Kent is leaving yep. the show. That actor. So. Yeah, he just left it due to personal reasons. Yeah. And it says that they're going to recast him, which is kind of yeah. fucked up. Uh, they Apparently, they're doing a Walker, Texas Ranger prequel story, which I don't know why and I don't care, but they're doing the mm-hmm. Supernatural. So those have not been canceled. They're still going forward with them on this, whatever the new network is going to be. I don't know if they're going to have a new name, uh, new distribution, how it's going to affect over the air stuff. It'll be interesting. Because like, like right now, is it uh, our CW stations? There's like the WB uh, WABI five, like there are five point two digital channels a CW station, and then what used to be Fox fifty one is now WB fifty one, mm-hmm. or not WB CW fifty one WB. Yep. That was before the CW. Um, so I'm curious because like, say they lose that, they lose that right, if you will. I wonder what's going to happen to that channel. Right. You know, or I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, Saw 10 coming out October 2023. Okay. Mm-hmm. No real news on the story. A bunch of speculation. I guess it's not going to be a sequel to Spiral or Jigsaw. It's going to be Saw 10. And from what I've heard, it's going to be well, one of the things I read is going to be like a, uh, a prequel of sorts. Um, to John, but I don't think that works because they did that in Jigsaw. Mm. So. But I'll still watch it. Yeah, hell yeah. What about this uh, Baron Tao, the legend? I don't know. Yeah, what do you think of that? What's the legend that? of Baron Toa. Baron Toa, there we go. Baron, what the fuck? <laughs> <sighs> Those big words can be tricky. Jesus. Anyways, um, it's got the the young rock kid in it. Yeah, and it like he's cast as a kid whose father was a great wrestler. Yeah, and which uh, is... <laughs> a little on the nose. A little bit, a little bit. So yeah, he's cast as the kid, and he wants to uh, live up to the legacy, but then make his own. And um, it looks decent. Yeah, it's going to be on Amazon. So, I, I mean, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. It seemed like something that was right up your alley. I, I think it looks decent, though. And, and yeah, that kid's does. been good in Young Rock so far. So uh, You sent me the trailer to Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Which, I don't well, know why they said Wednesday Adams. It's Wednesday. That's the name of the show. I know. But um, it looks better than the uh, Munsters trailer. <laughs> Fucking A right it does. Holy shit. Yeah, I, uh, I visited my mom the other day, and she's like, "Have you seen the trailer for Wednesday?" And I was like, "Yeah, it looks awesome." She's like, "It looks so good." I said, "By the way, they're doing a Monsters reboot. Don't watch it." And she's like, "Okay." Yeah, 
Because yeah, I know the monsters stuff. were big when she was a kid. Oh, and yeah. I'm just like, no, it looks awful. No, this looks great. Yeah, it does look really good. I, uh, I didn't expect much, especially after the monsters trailer. I was like, oh, right. whatever. But no, it's Dude, really Jenna good. Ortega looks so Wednesday as she always did anyway, but she's one of those who's like in everything right now. You know, she was in that scream. She was in you. She's in this, like everywhere you turn is fucking. Oh uh, yeah. She's just everywhere. Yeah. She, she definitely seems to be in a lot of stuff. We, uh, we, I, I mentioned it earlier. Um, uh, Regal cinema, cinema world, cinema world, who is the parent company. Regal Cinemas is filing bankruptcy. Yep. They said that uh, the post-pandemic theater experience has not been as good as they had hoped. Imagine that shut down for two years. Yeah, I was reading like movie like um, uh, movie audiences are down thirty percent from pre-pandemic figures, but also studios have released thirty-six percent less movies than they did Mm -hmm. pre-pandemic. But that has a lot to do with the fact that. There's still COVID going around. It's still shutting down production. It's still, you know, um, yeah. you know, uh, special effects houses are on, you know, not back order, but like backed up. And yeah. And it's, it's not like we're at a point where it's as deadly as it was, you know, the, right. that's not the thing, but you're right. It's still, it will shut down production for day, two days, three yeah. days, which Five is days, lost revenue. Is. Yeah. Um, people's schedules change, you know, they're like, Hey, I can have you. I can I can film for these three days, and then if those three days yeah. are shut down, you're fucked. Right. Plus, and so many places are releasing on their own platforms or on Netflix well, or whatever. That's the thing, like um, Knives Out, which was like a low low budget per se movie that came out in theaters and did big money. Uh-huh. Um, sequel is going straight to Netflix. Yes, because Glass Netflix Onion paid them four hundred fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's going straight to Netflix in December. Like that's a movie that theater go that theater was probably like, we'd, we'd love to fucking have that. Mm-hmm. So it would really suck if the Regal and Augusta is one of the ones that's closed down because, well, and if the Regal and Brunswick closed down as well, I mean, all we have for movie theaters now is the, is a flagship and Waterville or the art house in Waterville or is the one in Freeport closed? I honestly don't know. It might be. I, I feel like the last time it, I went by there, it wasn't open. Anyway, you slice it, it's a long fucking commute to go to the movies for us. Yeah. If, you know, to go to the theater. And like that right would now, just, like, we, I, I love going to the movies. Like, I loved going to the movies so much. How many times? Like, we, you, you've been thousands of times. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And to, like, to think, like, oh, now it's a giant pain in the ass to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be a thing, yep. you know, like I've said before, uh, right before COVID hit. So February yeah. of 2020, yeah. I went and saw a double feature of Fantasy Island and Sonic the Hedgehog because I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to the movies for the night. Yep. Yeah. Not anymore. It was something to do. And yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love the fact that I can watch these, you know, things in my living room. Or yeah. in my bed, you know, yes, there's something magical about seeing it on the giant screen with the sound system that's shaking the yep. place when, when done properly. Yes. Um, but 
I do also love the fact, like when you sent me that message today, that Love and Thor, Thunder Love is and going Thunder, to be September eighth. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Like that's a, a weekend plan, you know? Yes. That's like a oh, I'm gonna plan around that, have some snacks, and yeah. Whereas it used to be, oh, it comes out in the theater that day. Got to make sure to pre-order tickets and figure out who's going to be there and get there early to get seats until they, you know, changed it over to reserved seating. And then, you know, you got to order them as quick as possible because your reserved seating might go away. Yeah, the other theater around here is Topsom Smitty's, and that's one of those ones where you like sit Ooh. at a like, and that's not like a theater in an that office you go. chair. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're gonna go with the, your kids and eat food and watch a kids movie, I'm that that's perfect in my mind. Like that's a great mm-hmm. setting for that. But like to yeah. go watch the new Marvel flick or a new horror movie or watch the new Halloween movie, no, mm-hmm. it doesn't work for me. Nope. Uh, apparently, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is getting a spinoff. And uh, it is the least likely characters you would imagine. <laughs> it is literally just the two guys that took. Um, his buddy's Cameron. dad's car, Cameron, thank you. Cameron's dad's car for a joyride. It's going to be what they did on their joyride. Which is probably the dumbest idea. Like back when Ferris Bueller was at its height of popularity, that would have been yep. fucking great. Yep. Nowadays, no. Stupid. Stop yep, it. I agree with that. Stop it right now. So, and then, uh, yeah, you sent me that uh, Dawn of the Dead is returning to theaters in 3D for Halloween. Yep. So, that's cool. You know, those type of events like that were a draw, you know, they were a draw back in the day, but they're even more of a draw now. And so if theaters start going away, you know, you're not going to have those opportunities to do fun things like that. Like, you know, a couple of the local drive-ins there now, like I noticed that they're not even playing new movies. It's like, Oh, cause there's no new movies coming out, I guess. And because the ones that are out, they're so expensive. Yep. Or they're making more money on showing retro movies. Mm-hmm. Scout Heegan Drive-In uh, announced that they Labor Day weekend may be their last weekend of showing movies. Um, they'll be open through the end of the season, if you will, for private events or um, what's it called? Sponsored events. But mm-hmm. they're not going to be purchasing, renting movies and playing them, which I got to imagine like how much does it cost to get the rights to like jaws? You know what I mean? To show a classic movie, like it's gotta be cheaper than a first run, but whatever it is, what it is. Uh, so they, and they have no idea what next year brings. Maybe they're going to sell. Maybe they're going to, who knows what they're going to do. So that kind of sucks. Um, yeah. Cause we already lost Sako and Bangor driving this year. Yeah. So, and, um, I haven't, we actually haven't even been yet. Like we, we, there's multiple times we wanted to go. Uh, it just didn't work out either work or life or it was raining or it was so fucking hot. Who wants to sit in your vehicle and watch a movie? Right. Uh, so we will see what and happens. Like you, and like you said, I mean, it's a great idea, but when you're like, okay, there's going to be two movies to watch. I've got to drive an hour in each direction. Yeah. 
and more than that, like that's an hour just to get there, but you want to get there ahead of time to make sure that you get a decent spot. So now you're talking like an hour and a half and then an hour back. Um, plus there's the prep time and everything like that. Then you've got the fact that it's two fucking movies. So there's four hours right there. So you're looking at a six and a half hour commitment. Yeah. Or like this weekend, um, at pride's corner drive-in, they're doing a triple feature of uh, uh, the 20s, Friday and Saturday only. Nothing announced for Sunday, but they're doing Grease and then the Blues Brothers and then Tommy. Tommy starts at 12.15 a.m. Yeah. The best thing about a driving going later in the season, because like they can, is that... Um, The movies start earlier because it gets darker earlier. Yeah. Like, I do remember going last year, like, in November, and the movie started at, like, 6.30 or 6 o'clock or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or even – or no, it was actually before – it was, like, 5.30. And I was like, yeah! Like, <laughs> like I'll watch the triple feature and go be home by midnight. You know what I yeah. mean? But it's oh, also yeah. a, little, a little bit chilly. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, oh well. Anyhow. What else you got? I think that's about it. I think that's it for me as well. Okay. I'd say that that's a show. Uh, Yeah, that is a show. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm Superstar Mel. I'm the Quantum Geek G33K. And that's our show. We'll uh, talk to you next week.